The first week of June in British Columbia is declared Seniors Week. This is traditionally a time when we celebrate the contributions of those one million British Columbians who are over the age of 65. Joining me now on the line is BC's senior advocate, Isabel McKenzie. Isabel, how are you today? I'm well, thank you, Jeff. So uh, let's just start by talking about, you know, how Seniors Week would normally look and how it's a little bit different here this year. Obviously, as a result of COVID-19, a lot of the celebrations that would normally be had aren't going to be happening this time around. Yes, uh, normally I'm Zooming, but uh, all over the province and in different events in different uh, communities, um, oftentimes town hall meetings, ribbon cuttings, uh, lots of community organizations mobilize, um, recognizing significant volunteers who are seniors in their community, uh, local uh, elected officials are cutting ribbons and cutting cake, and, and it's very festive and very involved and very personal during the first week of uh, June, and it's very different this year. Um, so uh, still Zooming, but a different kind of Zoom, uh, meeting with, uh, I met with a group of seniors by Zoom uh, yesterday, and I've got a couple of more of those coming up this week. Uh, but it's also a time for a little bit of somber reflection, actually, this year, uh, more than in other years. Uh, I do think it's important uh, to still recognize the week and, and to celebrate. So it is somber because the pandemic has cast a bit of a pall uh, over all of us, but in particular seniors, where we know that the impacts of the virus are most severe and where the restrictions and the sacrifices being made to keep ourselves safe is a bigger burden for seniors than normal. But what I have found uh, is inspiring and hopeful and something to celebrate is that British Columbians and arguably Canadians uh, have come out in the tens of thousands, if not hundreds of thousands, to support seniors in their community, to stand up and to say seniors are important, uh, we need to make sure they're treated right, uh, we're not going to settle for what we see is happening in some parts of this country and I think that that is something to celebrate that you know you don't you don't really know what appreciate what you have sometimes until it's threatened and I think what this virus has done is it has made us recognize uh, and bring into sharper focus the vulnerability that many of the elders in our lives uh, face and when the chips are down, we've stood up and we've said, um, we're here, we value seniors, and we're here to support them. Now, I think you touched on it quite a bit throughout that first response there, but just how important is it to have these types of celebrations, especially in a in a world where, you know, there is a lot of ageism that exists out there? Um, you know, probably just a, a good time to take a little bit of extra time to reflect on the seniors that are in our lives and just the contributions they make to, to us and personally, as well as just to British Columbia as a whole. Is this just a time that, you know, maybe to put a little more focus on our, our a 65-plus community that maybe they don't normally get? I think it is, Jeff. And, you know, one of the things that I think 
is underappreciated is the contributions that seniors make every day. So we often reflect on the wisdom that they bring, on the, the history uh, that they hold and of their uh, contributions of the past. Um, but I think what may not be appreciated is that on ev every day in this province, uh, seniors are continuing to contribute to their communities. So if we look at volunteering um, throughout BC, who's you know, under normal circumstances, who's running the senior centers? It's seniors. Who's one of the things I talk about is the hospital auxiliaries. Hospital auxiliaries raise ten million dollars a year every year for the healthcare system in BC, and those are seniors. You know, staffing the gift shops, having the bake sales, um, pulling together and contributing um, uh, quite a significant amount to making our healthcare system better. And then there's the tr tremendous and significantly underappreciated role that seniors play as family caregivers for one another. The spouses looking after each other, the adult children in their late 60s, early 70s looking after mom and dad in their mid to late 90s. Um, that is an unbelievable uh, contribution and sacrifice that seniors in this province make every day. Do you think that throughout this pandemic that there maybe has been a little bit more of a, an appreciation for the older people within our communities? And the reason I ask is because, you know, I'm looking at some of the volunteer numbers that you have put out just through like the, the Good Neighbor program. Um, you know, a lot of support has been given to those who are in need of things like grocery shopping or even just a virtual visit. It seems like there's a lot more people who are, you know, recognizing that, uh, especially now which during a pandemic where people are isolated a lot more, that there is that need to reach out. Are you seeing more of that throughout this pandemic and I don't want to say that that's a good thing because obviously we'd much rather visit with each other in person and, and along you know be, be a little more personable in that in that regard but do, do you think there's been a little bit more of a focus on seniors throughout this than maybe there would normally be? I think so. I think, you know, there are silver linings to everything. Um, and we are made stronger uh, by everything that tests us. And certainly this pandemic is testing us and we will come out the other side uh, stronger and better. Um, and I think that um, for seniors, as tragic as this has been, as frightening as this has been, um, I think what has been inspiring is when the province said, call 211 if you want to volunteer to help seniors, uh, frankly, the phone lines crashed uh, because the response was so overwhelming. And here we are, uh, I think it's about eight weeks later, and over 10,000 um, British Columbians have uh, volunteered to help seniors in their community. And by last tally, it was something like 60,000 virtual visits and uh, 14,000 meals delivered and 11,000 grocery deliveries. And, you know, the list, and that's just officially, there's lots, there's probably multiples mm -hmm. of that happening uh, on a day-to-day -day basis in communities with neighbors helping neighbors and family members helping family members. And so I think it has sharpened the focus. I think um, we may have underappreciated uh, some of the vulnerabilities of our seniors. And because this virus has focused to a large extent on seniors, I think the response that we've seen tells us that when the chips are down, um, we really, really do care very deeply about the seniors in our lives and the seniors uh, within our communities.
And and just to follow that up, I mean, you talk about how there is a bit of a silver lining here, even though, you know, it's obviously not ideal. And, and one of the things that has really come to the forefront as a result of all of this is the issues that exist within long-term care uh, in not only our province, but really nationwide. And we saw the reports out of Quebec and BC, or Quebec and Ontario, excuse me, and just how horrific those were. But, uh, you know, do you think that we see reports like that and we see the issues around the death rate uh, through our long-term care uh, through this pandemic? Do you think that as a result of what we're seeing in terms of the data, in terms of these reports, that there will be a significant change and a change for the better as a result of this and the way that our seniors are cared for in those long-term care homes. I know when we're talking long-term care, that's a very small minority, I believe, of the senior population in our country, but uh, definitely something that I think needs a little bit more focus. And from what I'm seeing and what I'm hoping, that there is going to be more of a focus on on you know fixing really what it, it can be a broken system. I think so, Jeff. I think that um, certainly the public has been awakened um, to issues that were really just talked about amongst um, academics and healthcare people and advocates uh, such as myself. And to the general public, uh, there may not have been awareness because the general public is not impacted directly by nursing homes or long-term care homes. And I think what has happened is as they've been awakened to their realities, they've said, uh, you know, sorry, this isn't good enough and we have to do better. And if you, if the public demands that, the public will get that. And I think that we've seen that reflected in the response of governments at all levels with a commitment to uh, make life on a day-to-day basis in care homes in BC and across Canada better. And I don't think that that commitment will, I don't think the public is going to allow that commitment uh, to fade away in a post-COVID world. Well, I, I hope you're right on that, and, and I know it's something that I, I will be continuing to follow here as we go through this, so I hope other people do as well, and then hopefully we can see some real change. Thank you so much for doing this, Isabel. I really appreciate you taking the time on uh, what is Seniors Week here in BC. Thank you, Jeff. That was BC Senior Advocate Isabel McKenzie here on Seniors Week in British Columbia.